All righty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. And we are one day ahead of the week six Sunday action, which gets kicked off early tomorrow with another matchup. Wiz, it's the 30th matchup in a row in London that the two teams have losing records. That is a pretty remarkable situation, but that is the case. Wiz, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing, uh, doing well. Looking forward to uh, the games tomorrow. It's uh, getting really uh, complicated to try and sort through all of this stuff. Uh, Carolina just put Christian McCaffrey on injured reserve, meaning that uh, he has to miss the next three weeks. And uh, boy, oh boy, it was talking about him actually playing last week. This is really strange. It uh, just goes to what I've been talking about. These teams are, are not very transparent about injuries and, and all of this stuff, so you're never quite sure. But uh, must be startling news to uh, Christian McCaffrey on his fantasy football. That's two years in a row for Christian McCaffrey you know, when you're taking him with the number one pick in your draft pick uh, in, a, in a snake draft and how much you're spending in an auction draft. So I, I think people will kind of learn and, and maybe go by what the guru says and not pay attention to running backs, don't spend the money, because I definitely don't. I continue to not employ that strategy. I will continue to employ that strategy in fantasy. It's a very difficult position to manage. You add to that, Wiz, uh, the um, bye weeks that are coming here. And when you look at the running back list for this week, yeah, it's going to be choppy. A guy like Nick Chubb is also out. So it's a, it's a pretty complicated one. Uh, you know, we already lost David Montgomery. Now Damian Williams is gone. So yeah, it is, uh, it's a mess and we're only in week six and this is probably only going to get worse, but, uh, you know, this is what we talk about and how you manage your roster. And it is very difficult when you, like I said, you put all that money into that pick, uh, and, and you see it kind of fall apart. And I think people will learn from Saquon Barkley again, three years in a row with him getting hurt. It's just, it's tiresome at the running back position. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it is. This is uh, this is this is a completely difficult uh, situation. I just think it's it, with all these injuries, it, it's tough to sort through. It's uh, it makes everything difficult. Uh, fantasy football, the bets that we're going to talk about. It's a uh, it's really a brain buster with uh, trying to trying to figure out who's going to get playing time and what's going to happen, uh, especially this week more than any other week. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Uh, but we're gonna, let's, that's what we're here to help, and uh, and that's what we're going to start. Uh, so, Wiz, let's kind of start with the uh, the DraftKings uh, the DraftKings rankings for this week. All right, I'll start a quarterback, and uh, let's see. Um, the two quarterbacks that I like, one is over 6,000, the other is a little further down. I like Joe Burrow this week. Um, I think he could put up some good offensive numbers against that Lions defense. Uh, so he's 6,300. <clears throat> I'm going to make him my top play at quarterback at 6,000 above range. A little further down, I'm going to go with Matt Jones at 5,200. Um, you know, I, I think, I know it's a, uh, you know, a rookie quarterback, but – Still, I, I understand the, the the hype train with the Cowboys, but I'm still going to go with Matt Jones at 5,200. And my fade of the week at 6,000 above is going to be Matt Stafford at 6,700. I don't like the looks of this game. It has an odd feel to it. The Lions like dropping a little bit. Giants are beat up. I don't know. I, I just have a feeling this could be an off week for Stafford in that offense. So uh, a fade for me, Matt Stafford, 6,700. 
Yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that game. Uh, it's actually one of the games that I did pick this week, so I'm not going to give that away just yet. Uh, but uh, also, Mac Jones is part of my uh, prop bets as well, player prop bets. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, I, I don't have overlap with you at the quarterback position. Uh, you know what was? Uh, I'm a little bit nervous about Minnesota. Their their offense looked terrible last week. I know Dalvin Cook didn't play uh, again. Uh, but into this game, uh, two days of missed practices for both Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Uh, I, I don't trust Kirk Cousins at 6,200 here. Uh, I think they're going into a situation where I, I like this Carolina defense. And, uh, you know, I think this is a little bit more of a challenging situation. So I'm going to fade Kirk Cousins at 6,200. Uh, and I'm, you know what? Until proven wrong, and even though they're playing against a defense that has not shown up all year, I can't continue to pick on Patrick Mahomes at the level that he's at, 8,300, um, going into Washington. Uh, it's going to be a little bit windy here on the East Coast uh, this week, but I'm going to fade Patrick Mahomes up at that level. Um, the quarterbacks I like this week in the same game, 5,900. I like Tyler Henneke. I think it's going to be a little bit of an offensive. Uh, I do feel that a little bit of an offensive contest because the Chiefs don't really have a very good defense this year. So I like Henneke at 5,900. Uh, I love Absolutely love, and I don't say this frequently, Lamar Jackson this week against the Chargers, who don't stop the run well at all. Uh, I see him running all over the place. I know last week was a passing game, but at 7,400, I do love Lamar Jackson this week in DraftKings. Yeah, I can't fault uh, any of those things. The Viking game is definitely a tricky game, and it's very, very true. The, the, the Chargers have not been able to stop uh any sort of running game. So with you there, so why don't you uh, take us out at, at, uh, at running back this week on draft games. So, so the one fade I have, and, and just look at his career, he's never broken 100 yards against this team. He's actually averaged only about nine fantasy points a game against this team, and he's coming into this game with some limited practice time. I am fading Aaron Jones. Uh, it looked like uh, Dillon, A.J. Dillon was definitely becoming a little bit more part of the offense last week as a result of you know, maybe a nagging injury with, with Jones, but I, I don't trust the player right now. He doesn't have a good history against the Bears, so I'm fading Aaron Jones. That's the one running back that I'm fading. And the players that I like this week, I absolutely love Jonathan Taylor at 6,600. He's also going to be part of my prop bet. Um, so I really do love him. I, I should mention, I know there's going to be a lot of activity whiz on players like uh, Daryl Williams at 4,900 and Khalil Herbert at 4,600. I'm going to go a different direction because I just think there's going to be too much traffic on those two players. I like Pollard at 5,600. Ezekiel Elliott's not coming into this game at full strength. And I really am beginning to think that David Johnson is becoming becoming the guy that you want to own in Houston. I could see them playing from behind and him catching a lot of balls in this game. At 4,600, I'm going to give David Johnson a try this week. Yeah, no, no players that uh, are on my fade list that you have or – on uh, my players that I'm uh, I'm using at running back, but uh, yeah, I, I understand. The one thing I, I would say I, I do agree that um, the Patriots are going to stop Ezekiel Elliott this week, so Pollard could be interesting um, play. I, I just am more against Elliott than anything else uh, at running back. I love Najee Harris this week. Seattle gives all kinds of points up to running backs, especially uh, in receptions and passing yards. So I think Najee Harris could have one of these games where he has. Uh, maybe close to 150 yards worth of offense, rushing and receiving. So 7,400, I'm loving him. Um, Agree about the Chargers. I got to keep this bandwagon going of of starting running backs against the Chargers. 
Keith N. So I'm going to play with Tavies Murray at 5,700. And my fade is going to be Dalvin Cook this week at 7,700 in a game that um, I just, you know, Cook, I don't feel is 100%. I think you're going to see more of Madison mixed in there. I just don't think he deserves that price tag of 7,700. So he's my fade, 7,700 Dalvin Cook. All right, very, very good. Very, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's, yeah, to your point, I feel like there's a little bit of a rush back going on there. I, I'm not, and look, Minnesota is kind of backtracking a little bit here. So, yeah, something, something, something to definitely, something to definitely watch out for. All right, let's go to receiver. I'll start us off there. Uh, we talked about Diggs, uh, and I love Diggs this week. I think this is his week where he's going to have like one of those nine for 170 and two touchdown games. I'm loving him at 7,400 against that Titan secondary. I mentioned Joe Burrow. I'm going to I'm going to stack him with T. Higgins, who's been kind of quiet, but at 5,300, I'm going to play T. Higgins with Joe Burrow. And Amon St. Brown, I think, is going to get a lot of volume in that game against the Bengals. Uh, so I'm going to play him certainly at 4,200, and I'm fading Matt Stafford, and I'm fading Cooper Cup as well. Cooper Cup is my fade, 7,900. I just feel it's going to be a funky kind of a game. I just have a strange feeling about that game. Uh, I just think the Rams' offense is going to be off. Uh, so my receiver fade, Cooper Cup, 7,900. No, this is kind of funny, Wiz, because we have a couple of overlaps in this one. Again, we don't we don't talk uh, before this goes on, so I'm going to kind of. Hop on your bandwagon here, yeah. A Cooper Cup, I- I'm fading that player as well this week. I, I like, like I said, uh, it'll be in my in my prop. Uh, sorry, me and my gambling line bets this week. I have a weird feeling about this game. I don't know what it is. It just looks very strange to me. But I'm fading Cooper Cup in this one. Uh, I also mentioned Patrick Mahomes and and Tyreek Hill comes into this week with very very limited practice. I, I just don't trust that when it comes into uh, in, into the game week. I, I just I'm staying away from it. So Tyreek Hill at 8,500. That's the player that I'm going to fade. I'm with you on Joe Burrow, but I picked uh, I picked Jamar Chase at 6,700. You know, he continues to perform at an astronomically high level. I love Cortland Sutton this week at 6,200. And the other player that you mentioned, and part of the reason why I made a trade in, in, in one of our leagues was I, I traded away Michael Pittman Jr. I needed some help at, at quarterback. Uh, and I made a trade. I, I traded him away. And, and, and because what I think is going to happen with St. Brown as we kind of move forward, even with Tyrell Williams probably coming back, I just think the volume in the slot is going to be there in a lot of games. They're going to be behind. And I think you're going to see it in this particular game. I'm on St. Brown, 4,200. I absolutely love that pick as well, Wiz. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we have some uh, same players. So well, why don't you uh, start us off at tight end? All right, Wiz, uh, I don't trust anything that's going on with the Raiders at this point in time. Uh, it'll be reflected in my gambling line as, as well this week. Uh, I don't know. I just how this team responds remains to be seen. Uh, but you know what? Uh, since that 19 target uh, in, in week one, Darren Waller has been really quiet. Now he goes against a defense that is really, really good. Uh, and I'm going to fade Darren Waller this week at 6,600, as well as TJ Hawkinson at 5,000. I don't think he's at 100%. So those are the two tight ends that I'm going to fade. Uh, the two guys that I really love this week, uh, 3,900 Hunter Henry. Uh, I think he's going to have a very, very good game against the Dallas Cowboys. And like Mark Andrews will continue to capitalize like he did last week. I see this week as being the case as the middle of the field will be open against this, against this Chargers uh, linebacking core, which is not at 100%. So I like Mark Andrews at uh, 5,200 at the tight end position was. 
So we have some one opposing view. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, my I'm, I know I'm going to pay up in some of my drafting lineups with Travis Kelsey this week. Uh, I feel this is going to be a week where he's going to catch at least 10 passes in this game. Uh, and I'm with you on Hunter Henry, 3,900. Uh, I think he's going to be a big factor in this game against the Cowboys. Uh, and that, that price tag is, is fantastic. Um, and I'm, gonna, I'm fading Mark Andrews this week because I just feel, to what we talked about earlier, the Ravens are going to have so much success running the ball and running the ball. Plus, I just don't like taking a guy off a week when he has just such a tremendous game. So for those reasons, my fate is Mark Andrews at 5,200. And my break the slate guy is actually at the tight end position. Ricky Seals-Jones, 3,000. Um, I, I just, I, you know, he, he ran his snap count last week was, I think, 93% uh, with their offensive snap count. 3,000 against the Kansas City team that can't cover anyone. Ricky Seal-Jones is my break-the-slate minimum player this week on DraftKings. No boy. Guess what, Wiz? We have an overlap. That's mine as well at 3,000. I have one additional (laughs) one, but uh, yeah, you know, you and I... There's there's 6,000 players. I would pick the same exact guy. Uh, I think you and I do love to look at this snap count situation, and I think both of us... Both of us are looking at this game, and uh, you know, I know Terry McLaurin had a light week of practice, right? So, uh, Diami Brown is kind of banged up a little bit. There's no Curtis Samuel. Someone's going to have to catch the ball. And by the way, also Antonio Gibson's banged up a bit. So, uh, Ricky Seals Jones on the field that frequently at three thousand. I did pick him up in a couple of leagues as well. I'm going to trot him out there. I don't, I don't have Kyle Pitts in one league. I'm putting Ricky Seals Jones out there, so I am right with you. The other break the slate guy that I'm going to put out there was, and I think you're going to find this one a little interesting uh he was he was put back on the practice roster after a hundred yard game last week and then re-signed to the roster uh look i didn't see the indianapolis colts playing a hell of a lot of defense last week against the uh, ravens uh and i'm gonna go with chris moore at 3100 as a as a receiving option uh in that for houston against indianapolis in this ball game at 3100 as another break the slate guy yeah, you know, you can't dispute or, you know, have a knock against when a guy's salary is so low uh, like that because, you know, if he has an okay game, you know, he's not going to hurt you. And if he does something great, uh, it's a way to have an optimal lineup where you're, you're really doing well on DraftKings. So, um, yeah, that is, that's fantastic. Uh, it's funny that we had the exact same guy as well. And uh, I think for DraftKings, that wraps it up. Are we ready to get to uh, the betting part of the Program. Uh, yep, we are ready to get to the betting part of the program. So, uh, games, Wiz, how many games do you have this week? I'm going to make this sweet, short, and simple, and then hand it off to you. I had a brain buster this week, uh, making heads or tails of these games. There were a couple games that looked okay, but then the line, I, I, I just ended up with one game. I am not a believer uh, so far in the Dallas Cowboys. I know what they've done so far, and I'm aware that for five games, the only team that has covered every single game is the Dallas Cowboys. With that said, I'm picking against the Dallas Cowboys this week. New England Patriots on my game plus three and a half uh, against the Cowboys. I just feel the Cowboys have gone up against a Giants team that lost the key guys during the game, a Philadelphia Eagle team at home that has proven to be a net offensively, a Carolina Panther team that didn't have McCaffrey, and it was still a 
close game for most of the way. They played at the Chargers. It was an odd game. Actually, the Chargers probably should have won that game. The Chargers played like the Chargers of last year in that game. So I'm not buying all of that stuff. I think New England at home has ways of turning these games into murky, muddy, ugly games. I think they're going to take away Elliott, and they're going to make the Cowboys one-dimensional. And I just feel there's so much better preparation with the coaching of Belichick over McCarthy. I just have to take the, the, the New England Patriots as my one play of the week plus three and a half points. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I look at that line, Wiz, and it's kind of suspicious to me. That's one of those lines that I would look at and say, hmm, that's a head-scratcher. Uh, I, I agree um, that that because of those re- I'm not I'm not going near the game personally, but I, I think that line looks a little off to me. So uh, I, I think it's an interesting play. Uh, I, I only have one game as well. I, I will say that I have small inklings on a couple of games. So I, I, as I mentioned, the Giant game, I, I think the Giants that something doesn't look right about that. So I I'm definitely leaning Giants in that game. I do like the under, and, and the line is actually moving in that Carolina-Minnesota game. So that's the other game I mentioned. And the other game, which, again, I don't know that the Raiders are going to respond well to all the stuff that's happened this week. The line's starting to move a little bit. It started at three and a half. It's up to four now. I, I like Denver in this game against the Raiders. But that's not. I'm not picking any of those games. The one game that I absolutely love this week, it's a two It's a two. Uh, it's a two-play bet. Uh, I absolutely love the Steelers against the Seahawks this week. Again, the line started at four and a half. It's up to five. Uh, I think the Steelers dominate this game. There's no no Russell Wilson. Uh, there is no uh, Chris Carson. Uh, this is not a good defense. Uh, Geno Smith is not a good quarterback. And I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to. You mentioned Najee Harris. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to romp over the Seattle Seahawks at home this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at a few games, but at the end of the day, I just ended up on the Patriots. It's just a one-unit play for me. I think we kind of looked at the games the same way this week. A lot of head-scratchers, a lot of games we are not quite sure about the usage. So uh, you are loving the Steelers for two units. I'm liking the Patriots for one unit as far as the games. Um, so let's get to player props. Uh, I have several. I'm double-dipping on two players. I have a few others. Uh, how about you? How many uh, total does it come to with your player props this week? I have eight total. Um, I, I just want to caveat that some of these have been put in already, so I just will kind of talk about where I put them in at, and uh, and, and we'll discuss that. But, yeah, I have eight total, Wiz. Right. Uh, so, um, Yeah. Well, let, let me let me ask you one question, Wiz, because I think I think we're on to the same player. So I, I so there's two players I think we're both on, and I, I just am curious if you. I have I have player props on both Travis Kelsey and Hunter Henry. Do you as well? Uh, definitely double dipping on Travis Kelsey. Uh, not Hunter Henry. Um, I think he's going to play well, but I think it could be a situation where maybe Jono Smith as well does something. So uh, I think they're going to get a lot of production out of the tight end spot. But uh, I'm, I looked at Hunter Henry, but I'm double-dipping on Travis Kelsey. So I guess I'll start off um, – Double dipping on Travis Kelsey, over 84.5 yards, over 6.5 receptions. The Washington football team has been unable to stop any pass catcher who works the middle of the field over and over and over again. Enter Travis Kelsey, the elite middle of the field pass catcher in the NFL. Um, I just think 
he's going to catch around 10 passes, and he's going to go over 100 yards. So I'm playing over 6.5, over 84.5. I'm double-dipping on Najee Harris's role well. The receptions are not out yet, but it's over 35.5 yards where receptions come out. I'm going to double-dip on that. I'm going to assume that's going to be around 4.5. Uh, so I'm going to play the over when that comes out as well. Um, Seattle does not cover running backs um, when they throw the ball against them. So I'm double dipping on Kelsey and Najee Harris. Uh, the Panthers have given up nothing to running backs via the pass, the complete opposite of the Seahawks. I'm going under Dalvin Cook, 19 and a half yards receiving, and I'm going under Derrick Henry, my boy, who I love playing on the road, is rushing our yards over. I'm playing Derrick Henry under 12 and a half receiving yards. So that's what I got. I'm double dipping on Travis Kelsey and Najee Harris. I'm going under receiving yards on Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry this week. What say you? All right. Interesting, 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 interesting. Okay, so I'm, I'll start with the Kelsey. So I, I, ha- I do agree, especially when I said uh, – you know, I think Tyreek Hill's not coming into this game 100%. Washington can't cover tight ends. Uh, and that allows, uh, as you mentioned, Travis Kelsey to have a big ball game. He's had two very quiet ones in a row. Uh, but this will not be the case. I, I, I just did the yardage one, 84 and a half. And I do love that, Wiz. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, I mentioned I mentioned uh, Hunter Henry. Uh, when I put the bet in, actually, it was at 38 and a half. It's actually down to 36 and a half. But I like Hunter Henry yards over this week as well. Uh, I mentioned Cortland Sutton. I think he will do a lot of damage against the Las Vegas Raiders this week. Uh, Big game last week against the Steelers. Over 61.5 yards for Cortland Sutton. Uh, That's another one I love. Uh, I mentioned Antonio Gibson coming into this game a little bit banged up. Uh, He's got that shin. Uh, I don't know what the... I'm not really sure how the pace of this game is going to go. But 91.5 is a lot of yards, uh, both receiving and rushing for Antonio Gibson. I'm going to fade that. Uh, Antonio Gibson, 91.5. I think there are a lot of under 91 and a half. That's correct. Uh, I know Kareem Hunt. Uh, look, I think you'll see Felton, Darius Johnson used in this game. Uh, I looked at the games last year when there was no Nick Chubb and there was no big game from Kareem Hunt. Uh, like I think they're extrapolating uh, that he's going to have this kind of monster game. 113 and a half yards is the over under uh, in, in a game, which I think it's going to be very, very windy in Cleveland this week. Uh, which is also an interesting game because uh, I'm going to mention something. Obviously, uh, Kingsbury has COVID, so he's not going to be there. I think this is going to be a very, very strange football game in general. But 113.5 yards, I'm taking the under on Kareem Hunt total yardage uh, on Sunday, even though Nick Chubb is not there. The other thing was there's been five games played this season. The Chicago Bears have yet to pass for 200 yards, very strangely enough. Uh, Justin Fields' passing yards were at 200 and a half the other night, and I promptly went under on that. It's down to 193 and a half, but I wanted to mention that, so I did take that bet. And then I have two two star plays with uh, for this week, so double double unit bets. Jonathan Taylor, 80 and a half rushing yards against the Houston Texans. Uh, I think this is a home run bet for this week. And I mentioned Kingsbury being out. He's also, uh, Kyler Murray's not going to have his quarterback's coach. It's, it's also interesting because Kingsbury does call the plays 
for the Arizona Cardinals. And I think what you're going to see as a result of that, a little bit more schoolyard in Cleveland. And with the wind, 26 and a half yards rushing for Kyla Murray. I don't see it. I see a lot more. I see him calling his own number frequently. I love over 26 and a half yards rushing for Kyla Murray this week. All right. So just to clarify those last two, Taylor over rushing 80 and a half and Kyla Murray over 26 and a half. Those are your games that you're, W units on those two. That's correct. Yeah, as for me, um, yeah, everything is one one unit this week. There's, there's nothing that I could just say I love, love, love. It's you know I would recommend you know just kind of like a can't miss. My, my lead pipe cinches. I like all of these ones, but you know there's nothing that stood out to me. Um, these are just you know all ones I like. I figure uh, I'll do well and, and hit over fifty percent of these, but uh, you know I don't have the confident in any particular ones like you seem to do on those last two ones that you gave out. So, as always, I'll be rooting for my props and sides to win and yours as well. So, uh, yeah, we'll see We'll see how it plays out. All right, good stuff. Uh, that's Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. That's the wrap-up for uh, all the pre-week six action. Uh, wish everybody well out there. Good luck in your games. Like I said, pay attention to the injuries. Pay attention to the weather. We've got some little bit cooler weather around the country uh, that will come in uh, tomorrow with some wind potentially in play in some of the stadiums. So, so pay attention to all that. Uh, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Wiz, well done as always, and we will catch up next week as we recap all the action. You got it.